This is a group session discussing the principles set out in the 1976 book A Course in Miracles by Helen Schumann. The central topic of this session is questioning whether or not our surroundings matter in the sense of a path to spiritual growth. Sifu John then leads a reflective meditation on the content discussed. Yeah, so once again, it's, um, there's no rules or restrictions. Um, if you ever want to argue about it, let's argue. Uh, if you want to discuss, discuss questions, observations, anything. It's just, it's just an open format. Yeah. Okay, and so the like the, the therapy mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. we want to call it like, yep. is is to like so people can speak openly and, and yep. feel comfortable with speaking and yep. having the reading side of things also. Yep. It, brings you a bit of confidence or something like that, does yeah. it? Or, well, or the, you know, the whole idea of the, the book is to release judgment of oneself and others, you know? Okay. So, you know, and it kind of really promotes that and you learn that as you go through it. Uh, and because there's that whole theme to the book, it gets that kind of vibe with all of us. Like we, you, we stop judging ourselves and there's no need to judge each other around yeah. like you, you can't, because you can speak openly. Yeah. And, and people will stay in the group that are interested in the group, you know, and it will grow that way. So it's therapeutic in, in, its, in its nature of the lessons, mm. yeah, in the nature of being able to speak openly about your own experiences, uh, but also in the nature of the actual work itself because everything has a certain frequency. Everything has a frequency or an energy to it. You know, a rock has an energy. Human beings have an energy. Intentions and thoughts and emotions have energy. So if you have a loving thought, that's mm -hmm. a certain level of energy. If you have a, you know, a hating thought, that's another certain level of energy. Mm -hmm. You know, if you hold Hitler in mind, you bring about a certain energy. You hold the Christ or Buddha in mind, you bring out another. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah. So the energy of the workbook combined with the energy of our intention brings out a certain level of healing because it starts to raise you. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of. I think it's kind of like an Alcoholics Anonymous group in a way because yeah. there's like no judgment. It's and it's about open learning and discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I think there's a lot to do with the group as well. I think the group format because it's an open discussion format about mm. spiritual concepts, uh, which isn't common. Yeah. You know what I mean. A lot of the time we're just talking about you know girls, holidays, problems, girls, girls. Yeah. <laughs> So it breaks it breaks up the mundane crap and and like gets focuses on like yeah. serious sort of stuff. Hundred percent, yeah. And it's yeah. yeah, and it's very much it's aligned with self study with like the coaching work that some of us do. Uh, it's it's very much about understanding our own mechanism again, by also trying to deconstruct it. Like if you think about that, nothing in this room on uh, on the street from this window in this place means anything. It's a really different statements. So that mm. means doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's just an energy. Yeah. Or, or even the labels we've given it, perhaps, is mm. just a label, you know? You, we'll call it a teapot because we've been given, given it a label, but it doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like we've given it a meaning, so to speak. Yes, mm. oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, any other questions we want to crack in before we give it a go? Have you guys heard of this course before, Course in Miracles? You heard of it? No, first time? I'm, look, I put... By the way, I did a fucking yoga class. I was just, uh, I, you know, I texted you about it. Uh, I'm Lincoln about it as well. Uh, on Sunday, and it was fucking epic. This teacher was so good. Have you done yoga before? No, you asked me. You oh, said yeah. you can get me in for free. Even but he's I a member. I'm already a member. <laughs> See, that's how good I am, mate. Double free, mate. Anyway, I'd suggest you guys come along because I think that class will help this training. Who leads the class? Uh, this guy, Aram. He's like, I, I never did his class before. 
because I was always working on the Sunday at the gym, I used to do the Sunday shift there for some extra cash and do, do my work here, there as well. So my work from here, there. Anyway, he'd always walk in, I'd chat with him and he just seemed like the personification of yoga. Cause he'd be like, namaste, my brother. I love you, my friend, how are you? And I was just like, man, this guy's fucking cool. He was like super cool. Uh, so I said, man, I will do your class as soon as I'm not working. And then I, it left my mind. But then Hannah, one of the girls that was sitting there, the one that you, anyway, that you asked a question about earlier, which mm. you can tie into now, if that makes mm. sense. Um, I'm watching you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she invited me to go there. Mm. And it was fucking epic. And I'd say, if all you guys can come to it, come, because it will help this. Because mm. it's literally like a spiritual lesson while opening up all the joints and relaxing the muscles and getting a workout. Yeah, oh, yeah yoga's awesome. Yeah, mm. this guy, I don't know what yoga's like in general, that's my first class, yeah. but I want that guy to come and teach here. Because mm. anything that helps us to evolve physically, emotionally, mentally, energetically, or spiritually, I want here. Yeah? That's why I put this course in, that's why I've got the letting go course, that's why there's the meditation energy work. Anything that works on that, I want to get here. Pity is not a hot chick. Is it the Aram, the teacher at that class? Ah, uh, right, yeah. yeah. Is, is that where he, he does it all the time, or is he? I don't know. I'm going to ask him next time, but I w I'm going to try and get him to teach here. He was okay. that. He was that good. I'll be like, dude, come. Yeah. Yeah. Then it'll be easier for us, and then it's easier for me too, because I'm like, sweet, I just step out here for an hour and go back in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to fit this first. Yeah. It's not bad being in that classroom too, if you know what I mean. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Delete that comment. All right. Um, Alrighty, so yeah, um, that's why I've added this because I found it very transformational from an emotional and spiritual perspective. Alright, cool, so I'll kick it off. Nothing I see in this room, on this street, from this window, in this place means anything. Now look slowly around you and practice applying this idea very specifically to whatever you see. This table does not mean anything. This chair does not mean anything. This hand does not mean anything. This foot does not mean anything. This pen does not mean anything. from your immediate area and apply the idea to the wider range to a wider range that door does not mean anything that body does not mean anything that lamp does not mean anything that sign does not mean anything that shadow does not mean anything Three to Anton. How do you guys feel with the the top, the idea so far? Just weird, random, normal, nothing. It's a bit random, yeah. But yeah. You know what I'm thinking of? It's it's a little bit different to, you know, when I've come to your meditation classes. Yeah. And um, we're always trying to practice about um, the whole. Know, seeing the light and, yeah. and whatnot, and mm. um, it's similar to that in the sense that um, 
for all my life, and I think for most people, you attach uh, something, whether it be an object or whatever, um, as having some sort of meaning. Or, and when you talk about, you know, that doesn't have meaning, look around you, that, you know, it's kind of hard. Your, your, your yeah. mind's trying to fight <clears throat> saying, like, that means nothing, that yeah. has no meaning, but you're fighting your mind like, I don't, I don't know if that's making yeah, sense. Yeah, it makes sense because it opposes your current belief yeah. structure. Yeah, Because yeah. everything means something yeah. in yeah. the normal way of yeah. thinking. I know, I was so. looking at the fire extinguisher and the sign and I was like, I nearly giggled. I was like, that means yeah. something. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> maybe so. it's not about fighting it. So the way I see it is your the text is telling you that it has no meaning, okay? But it's sort of forcing you to um, to challenge that for yourself. So you're saying uh, automatically that has meaning. So what are all the meanings that you can derive from, you know, a sign, you know, a fire extinguisher, a pillow, the color red, you know, things like that. What are the what are the meanings that you have in your mind? What are the significances you see in that, um, and why? Right? Um, it's a way. To, you know, for you to recognize it so you can, you know, continue breaking down that kind of definition. Because if you can't recognize what kind of significance you put on something, you can't break it down either and and discard it, right? Mm. To say, if this is meaningful, meaningful <laughs> or not, <laughs> or if it's important or not, right? Mm. Um, you know, you can recognize preconceptions of things and then say, that's right or wrong, for example, and get rid of it. You know, that sign, that fire extinguisher sign, we all know that, you know, it's a it's a mode to convey information by authority, you know, like, you know, what does all that mean, you know, Con you know, communications, authority, you know, color, things like that. Mm. And so, I think that that was um, probably the point that I was trying to get at when I do the meditation and trying to let go of thoughts. I think the harder you think about trying to let go, you think about more things, you know, rather than letting, letting things come naturally and, and, I guess, in a sense of looking at objects um, rather than trying to fight it and tell your head, like, doesn't mean anything, doesn't mm. mean anything, because you'll start to think, no, hang on, like, it doesn't mean something, seriously. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's the difficult thing, the mind, like, um, trying not to fight it, in mm. a sense, I guess, yeah. Yeah. What comes to my mind is, like, when you're a little kid, you know, when you're like young, like if I've got kids and so have you and you've all seen kids, they don't have any meaning to anything. You know, they're like mm. a fresh slate. They just look at everything like, huh? Like, it's, I'm, like I'm trying to imagine, that's, I think that's what it would be like to not have a meaning attached to something, to just really look at it purely as it is. They're literal. Yeah, they? yeah, they're just, yeah. they look at a tree and it'd just be, mm. I mean, it wouldn't be a tree which grows, has roots, it kind of that, takes water up and gives us oxygen, you know, all the meanings that come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. They just see it as a tree. As it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that. A I think. Bushy thing. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, there's like there's no labels for anything. Mm. Sounds kind of liberating. Mm. To have the labels, but because you still want to fucking understand shit, you don't want to like walk into a, you know a place where you shouldn't and get killed or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Interesting. Should we keep going? So notice that these statements are not arranged in any order and make no allowance for differences in the kinds of things that to which they applied they are applied that is the purpose of the exercise 
The statement should merely be applied to anything you see. As you practice the idea of for the day, use it totally indiscriminately. Do not attempt to apply it to everything you see, for these exercises should not become ritualistic. Only be sure that nothing you see is specifically excluded. One thing is like another as far as the application of the idea is concerned. Was it saying that we need to apply it, like, throughout the day? to us doing it as like a homework thing I think so it's like something we just something just to keep in mind every so often just to go oh that doesn't mean just so you start to absorb that concept yeah yeah I've gone through a fair crack of it but not the whole thing so yeah it gets pretty cool as it escalates and it applies all these different concepts anyway lesson one like halfway through the book. Yeah, because that side, that side's the textbook and this side's the workbook. So that's the actual exercises. Oh, okay. And that's like the text of it. If you want to get it and read the text, by all means do. But um, it's the actual workbook is where you get the fucking, the balls of it, the actual experience out of it. Yeah. 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 It's so weird, the last, the last part, right? Like, do it for everything, but don't do it for every little thing you see. And don't do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't do it all yeah. the time. Yeah. But keep it in mind, and everything's the same. I guess that helps. Helps with putting ownership on everything. Yes, yeah, so I just saying, don't make a big, big deal out of something small. Is that like what they're trying to say, basically? Or I don't yeah, even could think be. it's about something small. I think it might be that um, get rid of your concept of ownership. So if someone steals or someone borrows something, don't get upset, you know, like your favorite cup, your favorite chair, mm. you know, someone sits in it instead of you and it's like, no big deal, it's just a chair, it's just yeah. a cup. Well, I would get upset if someone stole my Porsche. Do you have a Porsche? No. If you had one. <laughs> but I think that's because of the difficulty in getting to it, getting to it right? Depends on the model. If it was like a, it was like an antique or something yeah. like that. You'd be like, now I'm spewing, but if it was new, I'd be like, ah, insurance. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> but the, you see, that's that's my point. Like, the work and the effort that goes behind it is actually what hurts, not the loss of the actual object. Right? Yeah. Right. Or at least for me, it is. I don't know about the other people. Okay. Next one. <laughs> I'm thinking about pulsars. Sorry. Each of the first three lessons should not be done more than twice a day each. Twice a day each. Okay. Preferably morning and evening. Nor should they attempt. Nor should they be attempted for more than a minute or so, unless they in unless that entails a sense of hurry. Nor should they be attempted for more than a minute or so, unless that entails a sense of hurry. 
A comfortable sense of leisure is essential. I'll reread it because that just seemed very awkward. Each of the first three lessons should not be done more than twice a day each, preferably morning and evening. Nor should they be attempted for more than a minute or so, unless that entails a sense of hurry. A comfortable sense of leisure is essential. Okay, that second statement just confuses the hell out of me. The comfortable sense of leisure? No, oh. that one's easy. Yeah. So... That's a bit about the sense of hurry. Yeah, so the first part is like, don't do it more than twice a day each, mm -hmm. and preferably in the morning and evening. Makes sense. Comfortable sense of leisure is essential, that makes sense, but it goes, nor should be attempted for more than a minute or so. So you shouldn't attempt it for more than a minute or so, unless that entails a sense of hurry. It makes me feel like you shouldn't do it for more than a minute or so, unless you hurry it, oh, okay. or you make the, have a feeling of hurry. Right? Mm. So should don't do be it for attempted? too long, unless you feel like you're going to hurry it or something. So is it like... <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean, yeah. It's like if, if you feel like if you feel like it's going to put a sense of hurry on you in that minute, then maybe do a bit more than a minute, maybe. I don't know. Is that it? It seems like that. It seems like, yeah, if, if you feel like you're going to get a, too much of a sense of hurry because there's a minute time there, then do it a little bit more. I don't know, maybe. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is there a part of this? Just doesn't mean anything stuff? anyway, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> These words mean you know, nothing. nothing. <laughs> so, oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's why I said yes. I've got the shortest part. <laughs> um, so it's so it seems like it's meant to be short, sweet, not often. Yeah. But still, you're supposed you're meant to do it twice a day or so. What do you think that, what do you guys reckon this idea or this concept is trying to lead us towards? Well, I've already pretty much voiced what I'm, I, I get the feeling of, is that it's trying to do, or at least inside, in me, in my head, it's trying to get me to actually recognize what I see, the meanings I see and put on, on everything in the world. And that last part was, was pretty spoke to me a lot which was that I need to recognize and release um, those values and, and meanings to things especially possessions right so things don't matter and it's something that I have been grasping with for example because I have too many material things you know the typical pack rat so I try to throw things away but then I hesitate because I think you know right away that that has either a monetary value or some sort of emotional value to it and then I can't I can't get rid of it and that's what that's what this whole exercise and all that text makes me think about like i do put lots of you know meaning and value on things and i need to start getting rid of it because it everything just has no meaning right it just, it's all things. Mm. so even it sounds bad but even at, at some point um people because you know there's always this saying that you know uh you know people say that oh family is everything blood is everything but then at the same time i've had experiences where you know my family is just you know uh, let me down and just abandon me. So, you know, it's like even people at some at some level don't mean anything. Don't mean anything. So yeah, it didn't say anything about like flesh in there. Though, it did. It said that body doesn't mean anything. I think it's it rare. Yeah. yeah, that body. Yeah, at one point. So it spoke about a person as well. Yeah. That body means nothing. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it even got applied to people. I just happened to really look at Anton hot? at the time, so he means nothing Sorry? to me. But what if he was really hot? <laughs> 
It'd, 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 it'd mean a boner. <laughs> well, or, and that doesn't mean it. Objectify everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it says that body doesn't mean anything yeah. as well. So it did get, it did, like, that dog doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It doesn't say dog. I mean, I was just thinking of something else fleshy. Yeah. Mm. yeah. How about you guys? What do you think? Just, I'm just curious what you feel that that might be leading to. Sorry, what was your name again? Richard. Richard? Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I like what Richard has to say. Um, yeah, I, I think that um, it's, for me, it's trying to ex, like, ex, like say basically that, you know, don't, yeah, don't be so attached to ideas and things and stuff like that because they're not, they're not as important as you make out they are in your mind. Mm. Mm, 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 yeah, that's a good bit of foresight because they actually do go into that later. Like these thoughts do not mean anything. So it starts off with objects. I mean, you kind of predicted the future of it, and that's right. They do apply it to thoughts later, but this week's exercise is to apply it to objects and things. Okay. Yeah, and it's true because a thought only has the meaning that you attach to it, the same as an object. Mm. It may have a use, but that's different to a meaning. Like a cup has a use. Yeah. Mm. But it's not the meaning of it. Mm. How about you, fella? Yeah, I pretty much, you know, disagree. Yeah. The whole, I think, um, in a sense, maybe kind of making you aware or preparing you um, for your the life ahead of you to mm -hmm. not, you know, as we were talking about the whole idea of attachment, mm. being so attached to to things. Yeah. And, because that kind of I think that speaks to I think something that it's trying to do it's trying to um, give us new perspectives on our own way of thinking and make us look at our own thought patterns in a different way um, hopefully to deconstruct them and then rebuild them up in a new fashion because basically any growth is a change in perspective you're, you just see the world differently because mm -hmm. your mindset or your perspective has changed and I feel that that's what this book's trying to do good one thing that you brought up before, which wasn't part of the book, that I found interesting, start going, making you go down a certain path of thought, was um, when you mentioned how children seem like they have an empty slate, right? <laughs> and is it possible, I don't know if this book is trying to get us there, but is it possible to get into that, or go get back to that level of innocence where you don't have any concept of what things are? Because you know how kids, mm. especially at really young ages, what is that? Why is that? Yeah. Why is it yeah. that colored? When you when mm. you start explaining them, they start asking why, 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 or what, right? Yeah. Is it possible to get to a train of thought or a, or a way of thinking to get back to that level of innocence? And I don't think so because when even as an adult, when we see things that are completely foreign and new to us, 
we start trying to attach some sort of mm, meaning, meaning or explanation mm. or mm. description to it, right? Mm. So, you know, you look at that wooden dummy, automatically you think brown. Other than the fact that it's yeah. made out of wood, but it's yeah. brown like wood. Yeah. All the labels got, and meanings yeah, will come it's up, got yeah. This, these arms, it's got these legs mm. and all these meanings, right? But that's because we have these labels from body parts, right? And mm. from things that we mm. already know. But to be able to get back to the point to look at that, to like see a child, it as it really know, is. What the, what is that? Yeah. Right? I have no idea, yeah. no preconception of what that is. Mm. And I don't know if the book can help mm. us lead. Perhaps, lead us perhaps it won't path. lead us back to that. Perhaps it will lead us to both. To have that, maybe. Perhaps it will lead us to that kind of really seeing things as they are, but also being aware of the labels and meanings at the same time. So, because because for me, that state that you're talking about is like a really present state. You know, you're not putting history onto the onto the present, because that's really what the meanings and labels are. It's our history. It's our past. Mm. It's our conditioning. Good point. You know what I mean? So maybe both. Uh, in my own personal experience, I feel like I have become more present through at certain times. I'm not saying I'm fully present because, you know, I'm not fucking Buddha or, you know, <laughs> I'd like to be. <laughs> That'd be sick. Uh, probably wouldn't be here if I was. <laughs> I'm out, guys. Peace. <laughs> so when, when I'm not, when you guys come here, I'm not here, you'll know where I am. I'm either at the casino with horse and coke or, or I'm Buddha. Buddha. <laughs> So I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know, but I like to think that we can get back to that, that presence, that, that presence. But I think it will be more of an educated presence because you'll still know, okay, I shouldn't put my hand in the fire, but, but perhaps you'll see the fire as it is. Yeah, but isn't that part of what, um, what some parts of Buddhism, like those martial, martial arts Buddhists, monks, right? Isn't that part of what makes them so powerful? is that they discard these preconceptions of, of things. That's how they're able to focus themselves to, to get through pain, right? Is that they can put their hand in fire because fire and pain are just yeah, a well, state of mind. Yeah. Right? Maybe they've taken the meaning away. And yeah, yeah. The... so isn't that sort of what they've gotten to, to the point where yeah. fire is just a state of mind. If I'm mm. aware of the state of mind, it means nothing. So the pain means nothing and it doesn't affect me, right? Yeah. I go, but isn't that what they're trying to do? Maybe that's an, an answer to your question. Yeah. Well, maybe, no, maybe that's they, why I asked yeah, yeah. to start thinking about it, right? Yeah. Now that we're talking about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it sounds like it. You know what just came to my mind then? Um, you know when people do the walking on coal? Yeah, the firewalk stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, There's a scientific explanation, by the way, why that happens or why that works. Why people, yeah. Because yeah. they wet your feet really fast at the end. That's why it doesn't hurt. No. No, it's actually the opposite. I've walked on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah My feet were burning, but they squirted them pretty quick. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, your feet could be in a lot more pain. Apparently, your your thick skin and the little bit of water in your skin is actually so what is protects actual, you. How long is the actual walk? So you've done it. Yeah, it was four steps. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it's usually a couple oh, steps. Mm. It's not like those movies where you where you see you know the hundred like, hundred yeah, meter dash right. <laughs> There is a limit to the, you know, those, to the human skin. Mm. I'll stay for the next Fu class, Fu Manchu. No, you're off. Oh, you gotta do your parking thing. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, once Austin goes, because the door will be open and closed, we'll do the just the sitting, the meditation. So basically. That's right. No, I was just gonna say I learned the hard way that you can only park for so many hours at Woolworths before you get charged a full day.
Ouch. Ouch. I, I did that the one day where I parked here because someone said, oh yeah, just park at Woolies, it's free. So I, I just parked there. And I didn't think about the here, limit. Yeah. Stayed here for like three hours, then went in. It's like $24. Oh, damn. The, the, trick, the, the trick to that is to leave after 11 because at 11 o'clock it becomes, it opens up. Oh, really? Yeah. If you want to wait. I've been parking then. behind. Yeah. yeah. Like two hour parking and yeah. after okay. six. It's legit. Okay. Yeah. Three, yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's there and then there's a down that street as well. There's quite a lot. Uh, yeah. Down the back street there. Yeah, that back street, that one there. No, that was just a special case. I I mean, I, I live just over in Chatswood, so I can take the one bus down or I come here after work using the train. But well, How'd you get it today? Bus? Or? Yeah, yeah. I just okay, took the sweet. bus from the CBD. Yeah. I prefer that's, public that's, transport, to be honest. Well, I do too. It's just that day, like I said, it happened to be a special case yeah. where I, ha I was with yeah. the car for work, yeah. so I just came straight here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I made the mistake of believing yeah. my coworker who said, "Oh yeah, park there, it's free." Yeah. For two hours, because yeah. I, I like buses because you Stay can work, there, you can just do your shit, you, whatever that is. You can blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. We'll do the meditation now. That bridge app that I keep seeing. There's all these buses around where I live. It says B R I D J. Sorry, some like transport on demand. Like Uber? Kind of, but like I think it's run by the government. It's weird, dude. Why don't you look it up and let us know next time? But I don't deal in all that. It's all foreign to me. Alright. Alright, bro. See you next time. See you. Senor? Yeah. You come back or not? It's all about parking. Okay, so I might see you, might not. There'll be plenty of parking in that street there. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show you the, the, the hack, the street to go. Down to the right. So. If you come around, you know, there's this the lane here in the laneway right there. And you turn right down there, uh, that one, and then you hook around. So you go there, and then the, the next street across on the other side of this building, there's plenty, like that whole, okay, the yeah, whole yeah. street. I mean, maybe, I mean, um, that's where there's like loads, but heaps of the guys here just parked there. Um, and then it's, yeah, so if you can come, if not, or if you get in your car and you feel like going home to play with your balls, then. Or get rid of this fucking redness that I got. You're gonna get rid of it, but <laughs> time's gonna do that. <laughs> Up to you, bro. If you're here, if you're not, not. just in case. Thanks See for coming in. We'll chat soon because we're gonna get the keys classes started. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Cool. All right. Later. Yeah. Alrighty. So basically, we're just gonna sit for five minutes, and just um, I'll just uh, repeat the the lesson every so often just to bring it back to mind, and then just just contemplate it. So it's a, like a contemplation meditation where you're just letting you're just boiling around an idea and just witnessing what comes up, what comes around it. Uh, do you guys want to lie down? Are you happy sitting? Oh, I thought you said sit down, that's why I sat down. Oh, I meant sit here. If, if you want, we can go over there. Yeah, for sure. If you want, we can go over there and you can lie down. I don't give a shit, whatever you prefer. Yeah. Happy to sit. All right, cool. All right, cool. We'll just get comfortable and close your eyes. Take some deep breaths. And what you want to simply do is just keep the lesson from today in mind. Doesn't matter if your mind wanders off. Just bring it back to the concept that nothing I see in this room, on this street, from this window, in this place, means anything. Nothing I see in this room means anything.
Take some deep breaths. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. This has been the Sifu John Experience. If you love Sifu John and you want more, you can find him at sifujohn.com or follow him on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, or on your favorite podcast platform 